0: It's that delight. We're ready to rock. Hit it hard. Hit it fast. Don't gas, no brakes. Yeah, that's the night. I got two dudes with attitudes. Two, two wolf pack, maybe? Confidentiality? We'll see. But I'm going to intro on both then. We're talking Rams, baby. Cam Akers, what? We're talking Dolphins. Tua? Tua time? Don't be a dipper. Show that flipper. Let's get going. First... From Fantasy Football Confidential. He is probably about 200 pounds of steel and sex appeal. This guy takes over thirsty Thursdays. I know a thing or two about Freaky Fridays. It is the man with the plan. Football guys, confidential. He's got it. We're getting it. Troy. Troy. Yo, what's
1: up? That was one hell of an intro, man. I'm two, I'm I'm a 209, but you know, I'll take 200. You know, I'm working. You know, I'm 209, but it's all good, man. I love that intro. I'm feeling good. I appreciate you having me on, bro. I'm ready to rock, dude. Looking like a bodybuilder
0: these days. Just look, crazy. Man, just you hype, grind, baby.
1: You are gonna hype me up, man? People are gonna look at me at Expo expect a bodybuilder. Like, yo, listen, I'm all right, You know, I'll, I'll, look, I got a little less
0: than a month. You know, I'll try a little like bodybuilder by <laughs> now. Just, just drinking nothing but water and getting after it, dude. But we got a buddy from lunchtime. I've seen y'all's grind during the week, during the year, no matter what. LQ, he's bringing home the gold. He is part of the Wolf Pack. This guy, fire content only. He is part of the Downtown Rams, and he is XTB baby. X gonna give it to you. Don't stop. Get it. Get it. Like we'll say it a million times, he's bringing that fire and desire, LQ baby. Yeah, <laughs> Wolfpack. What up? What up? What up? <laughs> Another stud, <laughs> dude. How's it going? to have you, man. This is it your was. day. I mean, it's circumstances not the best, but <laughs> I could not have planned this better to talk ranch. <laughs> it's true. You are the man. <laughs> it sucks, hey, but man. it doesn't. You got Daryl Henderson, baby. It ain't over.
2: Yeah, I'm in good spirits. I'm in good spirits. I really feel like, you know, next man up, you just got to roll with the punches because unfortunately, this won't be the last injury, you know, of the season. So everybody got to brace yourselves. Everybody's screaming they want football back. I don't know. I'm a little emotionally unstable right now. I don't need no more injuries.
0: Joey's hyped. We're hyped. We're about to get it, Joey. <laughs> dude it's it's go time rams dolphins talk a little space jam let's get right down to the business the nitty-gritty let's start running backs lq you take us home start it out and we'll chime in acres henderson what the truck's going on man
2: uh man so i'm pretty sure everybody knows acres is out for the season so hendo will be the next guy up So a lot of people are wondering, like, what do they do? You know, are they going to go out and sign a guy, a veteran? Are they going to go, you know, look inside internally? We just don't know right now. It's kind of like a wait and see. I'm telling everybody just to pump the brakes on what in the overdraft, you know, Hendo. I mean, his ADP right now, it's probably going to skyrocket, probably the fourth, fifth round. But I say, honestly, I'm looking elsewhere. I don't want the headache. I don't want, you know the the basically the not knowing it's still early man it's still the middle of july we still have a lot to go we have a month and a half until the season so i really feel like you know they're gonna bring in a veteran they're gonna look internally we never know xavier jones might be a guy that pops up you know he has a good resume good college resume he signed and um there could be a guy that's you know really taking to the running back coach right now, which is Jake Funk. You know, Funk can be a, you know, a special teams, you know, ace. He could actually, you know, see some playing time earlier than usual. So all these guys, you know, we just have to just take it as next man up and hopefully the running
0: game will succeed. Funk is on a roll. Is this going to be a running back committee or is this just going to be Henderson cranking out RB two numbers?
2: Nah, man, this is a committee a hundred percent. There's no way that McVay will lean on Hendo to be the workhorse because we already saw that he can't exactly take on that role week to week. Right. He gets banged up. He gets injured as well. So I really feel like, you know, he's going to be looking to a veteran. I mean, Adrian Peterson's out there. You got Le'Veon Bell out there. Hey, if you're going to talk trades, it could be, you know, Carlos Hyde. It could be you know some of these guys that are out there that are for <laughs> of because you know, they're, they're, it, they have no salary cap or draft capital. So really it they're stuck. There's not much they can do. So there, there's pass catchers out there like Duke Johnson, Dion Lewis. These guys are out there flowing, available. So they're gonna come in cheap, a veteran, you know, price tag. So hopefully something's gonna be happening, something's gonna be moving.
0: Anderson RB 36 last year, 138, 624, 4.5 yards per carry and five TDs. Solid. Comes from the big blue U, Memphis University, the new RB RB University. Troy, fill me in on this Rams team. If Henderson's available in redraft, say, fifth, sixth round, you're drafting him, say you go wide receiver heavy. Is Henderson a guy that you're willing to kind of run with as your RB2? Are you kind of avoiding a guy like that, picking up your boy, Miles Gaskin, Kareem Hunt, players like that? Um, I would rather have Miles
1: Gaskin than Henderson. But to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if he's going like late third, early fourth, right? Because of the, like, there's going to be hype, right? Because here's the thing. like We saw today the reaction, right? And I believe that closer to the season, the more the news we come out of camp, right? If we see any, literally, all we got to do is see is one camp video of Henderson taking an RB1 snap and people are going to, oh, he's a third-round pick, right? All you got to do is look good and... Talk about in all the preseason games, if he looks just decent, right, It's preseason. But people freak out over the littlest things. So to me, I wouldn't be surprised he's a third-round, fourth-round pick. At that price, I don't want anything to do with him. If somehow he's a sixth-round pick, I think that makes more sense, right? I'd be more comfortable. But I know fantasy Twitter, and I know people in the hype train. They're going to be pushing his ADP up, 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 up. So there's other guys I'd rather have at that spot than Henderson, but I think he can carry the workload. Obviously, you're not going to mix guys in. And I think that it makes way more sense for them to bring in a free agent than to trade for a running back, right? Because – Again, I've heard like some people talking about, oh, they should try and trade, you know, for James Robinson, which I would love that for James Robinson because right <laughs> now he's everyone's fading him. But I don't see that happening. It makes way more sense to bring in a guy like Le'Veon Bell, Duke Johnson, like all the points that LQ already said, and then just work the committee there. Have Henderson as your RB one. But we'll see what happens. But I think that the hype is only going to continue. It's not going to
0: slow down. It's only going to increase from here. The hype is all gonna- right. Can I see everybody's hands real quick? Miss Cleo Palm reading in twenty twenty two. Cam Akers will be ranked RB preseason RB LQ. Like twenty something. Yeah. He's gonna,
1: it's gonna fall. It,
0: You're gonna it, wait, push it
1: down. It, it, it always happens anytime. Like look at Saquon Barkley. Granted, obviously he's ADP didn't fall that much, but anytime somebody gets injured, they get completely faded in ADP the next time. And now it's like yeah. He's injury-prone. That's what's going to happen. injury-prone. I wouldn't
2: put it out of the Rams' agenda to go draft another running back, another you know top-priority guy, because the Achilles injury is almost career-ending. I don't believe so, because we see Marlon Mack back out there. We'll see how good he is this year. So right. those injuries are always like messy to deal with. So coming back, I'm not going to put him in like a top-15, maybe not even top-20. He's going to be sitting there on the outside because of the injury. So if they do draft a guy, that's just another you know obstacle that Akers will have to fend off or work his way back to.
0: The only solid thing I can say of the Achilles, because obviously football is different than basketball, but you had Kevin Durant have this injury, and you see he hasn't lost a step. He's still just – it is a different sport, so how it translates, I don't know. But, you know, prayers up for Akers. We got a couple comments here we go. LKQ speaking the truth. Sometimes truth hurts, baby. Um, throwing Tutu at well. I don't know how small <laughs> Tutu is. Good. is. <laughs> I, we'll see. He's 102 pounds. <laughs> no, stop. Rams are broke. Already yeah, trying taller. to start fires on the show. I'm um, broke, baby. Do the Rams have draft capital to draft another?
1: I don't know. That's what I am gonna say.
0: Like what? Maybe the highest
1: draft pick, what third, fourth round, maybe? Like that. they're gonna literally use their first like draft pick of the next draft for a running back, which I don't think that makes any sense. Like you might as well spend it on some other position of need. Listen, I don't know the
2: situation because I do not work for them. But if, if, <laughs> if I'm, I'm less not sneed, yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet. If I'm less sneed. I'm going to look internally. I'm going to look at the guys that we already drafted prior. So maybe Hendo can establish to be the workload guy. Maybe it can happen this season. Maybe this will be the true test. But from what I've seen the last two years from Hendo... He's like a very quick back. He's not really like the bounce-off-the-tackles guy, and he doesn't really have that vision that Akers has, and it was evident when we were seeing him. So I definitely think, you know, they're going to have to be doing some moving around. The money ain't right. You know, the draft capital ain't right. This is a huge hit right now at the at the position. So every time we take these type of blows, you see what happened with Gurley. You know, we kind of just move on. So I really think, right. you know, it. something's going to have to change. Somebody's going to get traded. I mean, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. It, it could be anybody at this point because Sean McVay is on a mission and he wants a ring. So he's going to do whatever it takes. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Rams are a good organization. So I would say you're in good hands no matter what. We got Pings picks recommending Melvin Gordon. That's a spicy take. I think,
1: um, if you, look, if you for anyone,
0: yeah, he's on the back end. Yeah, I don't think I'd, I'd wasted trading a big Hey, I'll that. take him of Gaskin. You could send him right over. That oh, yeah, We're, that's <laughs> next. Um, let's give a shout-out to Jordan Vanek. dude. dude's a young blood, but he is pumping out DFS content. Yeah, shout-out to Jordan. Dude into the game. <laughs> got to give a shout-out to the thieves. <laughs> My boy Sandman bringing the stats. 6% increase. Hello, it's Xavier Jones. Okay, we got the funk. We got it, Xavier Jones. Let's move on to the gas can. This is a guy, if I'm correct, RB 28 and 10 games. Mm. golly grazie this looks good this is yum yums hot by 142 rushes 584 yards and this is that belichick style offense where they want to ground the ball we saw glimpses of Gascan. the hype is there troy walk me through this walk me through your your eyes on Gascan. Uh, all right so let me let, let me give some credit
1: to gaskin right so me as well as A bunch of Dolphins fans and all Twitter. We all expected the Dolphins to draft another running back. We expected them to draft Najee Harris. That didn't happen. We expected them to draft Javante Williams. Now there's all these rumors about the the Broncos moved up to snipe him from us. I don't know if it's true or not, but you know what? We didn't draft a running back in the draft, right? There's other running backs we didn't draft one. You know, the Aaron Jones talk. Obviously, that didn't happen. Chris Carson, literally every free agent running back was rumored to be a Dolphin, and none of that happened. That goes to tell me that Gaskin, they want him to be RB1, just like last year. Obviously, he was a surprise. Seventh-round pick, he did nothing the year before. He was absolutely an afterthought. Nobody expected him to do what he did, but he performed. He, You know, obviously, with rushing and catching, right, he was targeted a bunch, and the only thing that he struggled in last year was goal line. And that's the only thing they struggled in. And that's why they brought it. I believe they brought in Malcolm Brown. He's a bigger body back. Gaskin is sub 200. So I believe that, and it it makes sense, right? You're going to use Malcolm Brown for short yardage, use Gaskin for pretty much everything else. And, you know, he got injured last year. And so I believe that he's still going to get a majority of like the running back workload, but, you know, maybe they'll be smarter about his usage. So now like we have a new offensive coordinator. We'll have... Co offensive coordinators, so we have Godsey and Sudfeld. We have co offensive coordinators. I don't Does like that scare that. you at all? It yeah. scares me. I hope they figure it out. Like who who has that's two? That's not
0: a good. That's not what you want to hear. Is like oh, we're just going to both run the <laughs> offense. Exactly. I'm like I hope closer to the season,
1: I like let's let's pick one, guys. Like it's not that hard. We're like I don't know if like we're trying to freak out the competition. like no, it ain't, it ain't, we, ain't, we ain't tricking anybody. Just pick a guy and like let's go with it. You know, so yeah. that's, that's, that, I'm a little skeptical, but overall, you know, the offensive line is going to be better. Last year, it was filled with rookies. Now it's going to be, you know, another year in the offense. We've added more pieces. So I think it's going to be more solid. I'm excited about the entire offense and Gaskin. Look, he's, the organizations prove that they believe in him. And I believe that, look, he. He he's a RB two and look RB one upside. I just think there's other guys who are gonna outscore him, but he's a high end RB
0: two. That's his ceiling, and he realistically can achieve that. LQ, do you bl- agree or disagree with Gaskin I mean, being I, I how RB figure. two? I was trying to pick
2: something that I disagree with, but I couldn't honestly because okay. I actually like Miles Gaskins. But the only thing I will like just add to that little nugget it's that people aren't really understanding that Malcolm Brown's going to be involved more than people are actually like listening to. So he's very great at catching balls out of the backfield, just as much as you know, Gaskin. So he put his cell phone showcase last season. And I really feel like, you know, when he's healthy, he's a guy that can be, a, you know, pound for pound, a pure runner, and be able to still catch out of the backfield. So him getting that goal line duty, that definitely makes him fantasy relevant. We might see something, you know, with Jordan Howard, where he was just banking in all the touchdowns. So I don't think people are understanding that Brown's going to be more involved than, you know, people are actually talking about, because he's not being talked about at all right now. So definitely yo, keep that in the back of your mind.
1: I've been I've been telling people, you know, especially like in like the last round of best ball, draft brown if he's on your waiver wire put him on the back of your bench because again like if god you know god forbid anything happens with gaskin malcolm brown's going to be the dude again he's going to be and i i've said this on other pods as well so i agree with what lq said he's going to be what jordan howard couldn't be right so jordan howard literally just you know averaged a yard per game pretty much and scored (laughs) touchdowns malcolm brown can do the same thing but it's just better right with the rams he proved to be a serviceable back. And that's what we needed, right? So last year we had Salvin Ahmed, who's still on the team. You know, he's he might mix into the rotation, but I believe that Malcolm Brown was brought in for a reason. And I know we drafted Derek Dokes. Jared, Jared Dokes, like everybody's late. hype on him. Look, guys, like I'm sorry. I think everybody wants late round picks or you or undrafted free agents to like yeah. somehow be the starter. Like, guys, like it's everybody not happening. About two freaking special team guys. Like, stop. Like, these guys
0: are going to be special teams for four everybody years. Everybody wants to get rich. <laughs> exactly. You <laughs> like, would say, die trying,
1: you know. People people want to find that Gaskin. People want to find that James Robinson. Like, look, could he – he has to beat out the other two guys. Like, Malcolm – he's not beating out Gaskin. So, he has to somehow beat out, you know, Malcolm Brown, and he has to beat out Salvin Ahmed. I don't see it happening. You know, at best, he might be RB3 on the team. Look, yeah. I – Look, I, I, I hope he's good. Like I'm not. I don't want anyone to suck on my team, but I just, cool. I, don't, I don't see it. You know?
2: Like I, I say that too, just real quick with with John John Kelly that we drafted. He he's mm-hmm. a guy that's very talented, great out the backfield, can catch passes, but his football IQ just wasn't there. Missing assignments, blocking assignments is just as important as you running out of the backfield catching passes. Being that. All those things were a factor, like another Rams running back 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 in the day, Aaron Green, another great guy coming out of college, had a bunch of talent, but the football IQ just wasn't there to outbeat the two running backs in front of him. So that's definitely something that some people need to consider when they're trying to say, you know, this guy undrafted or this guy was drafted in seventh round to be great and all this other stuff. Just pop the brakes a little bit, man. Just
0: stop there for Robinson. If I'm correct, John—I could be wrong here—but John Kelly and Dokes are both from University of Cincinnati, I believe. I could be wrong on Kelly, but I'm almost positive. Kelly's from Texas. I think. Uh, 2020 Week One against my Cowboys, Mister Malcolm Brown. Week One waiver, you know, phenomenon. 18 (laughs) rushes, 79 yards, two touchdowns, three receptions. So he can get work when he's needed. Yeah, just something to keep out for. Um, let's let the good times roll, baby. We got a bunch of comments. Jimmo, love you, dude. Pink's picks right back at you, my man. Let's keep it going. Let's go to another controversial topic. The quarterback position. Stafford has been around. I hate to call the Lions dog shit, but they have not been good <laughs> ever. This is a terrible organization. And you just handed this guy the keys to the kingdom. best defense in football, best weapons, quite possibly at receiver. And then you have Tua, God's gift of football in college. This was Trevor Lawrence before Trevor Lawrence. And he Mm -hmm. is on a team that's trying to get him the weapons to succeed, trying to – I don't want to be too hard on him last year. So, Troy, let's go back to you with the Miami side. Let's talk Mm -hmm. Tua, baby. You got to tell me what we're doing here. Everybody sees this guy as a QB, two. Is he going to have, you've seen his schedule, he has some good matchups. Is this a guy we might get some QB1 weeks? All right, So everybody get comfortable, I got a lot to say. (laughs) He's he's playing
1: for it now. (laughs) No, so QB1 weeks, I don't think you should rely on QB1 weeks from Tua. I believe, could he have a couple of them? Yeah, but Tua isn't the type of quarterback that's going to be throwing for like 300 yards and three, four touchdowns a game, right? Like, I don't think they want to to do that. The way to it is that they want him to run the offense, and again, he's going to have good games. But to me, I always comp him to like a Kirk Cousins, right? Can Kirk Cousins have QB one weeks? Sure, but is he a QB one like consensus? No, he's not, and that's perfectly fine, right? Like I like him better like for like I always say like NFL than fantasy. I believe that with the weapons they brought in, you know, with Jalen Waddle, they brought in Will Fuller. And they've even shown in practice, right? Like the first practice, he's do like five interceptions, whatever. You know why? One, it was raining like crazy. But two, they're trying to be more aggressive. They're putting – they're making sure that the offense is more explosive because last year it was a bunch of dump-offs, right? And the offense, unfortunately, was one of the reasons why we lost a bunch of games. Part of it was on Tua, part of it was offensive play calling, and part of it was that our whole damn wide receiver core was pretty much on IR and injured, you know? So he was throwing to guys like Isaiah Ford, Jakeem Grant, you know, like backup, backup practice squad guys, pretty much. So all those played a factor. And again, Tua, he struggled. I definitely got to put the blame on him. But to me, he has a full off season. And, you know, he has better receiving options. So I believe, and I've kind of talked about it, right? So we know that Waddle's going to be used. He can be used all over the field. He's a yak monster. So they're going to, you know, throw it to him deep. They could throw it to him short. and He could take it to the house. Like, he's going to be using that way. Fuller, we know we've seen him as a deep threat. He's an explosive guy. That's probably how they're going to use him in the offense. I think Parker is going to be more of the possession wide receiver, right? I think that's how he's going to be used in... Don't sleep on Parker in fantasy, right? I feel like he's going late enough in drafts where he could be a value. Like if you could get a measure wide receiver three four, I love that for Parker, because Damn. it's a relevant possibility. One, he he has the most recent connection with him. I know he played in co- college with Waddle, but look, Parker last year it was the whole offense was a disaster. Then we're forgetting about you know two years ago where he had his breakout year. So I don't think wide Parker's, receiver eleven. I mean exactly. that's. And, I, you know, again, I don't think he's, like, you know, suddenly, like, dropped off that much because you can't, can't base off, like, his whole value uh, based off last season just because of everything that occurred. So, to me, I have um, a ranked about, like, wide receiver, Q, like, sorry, QB 19, QB 20, and I think that's fair. You know, I think he's going to have his good games. I like him a lot better as, like, my QB 2 and Superflex. Like, if you're one QB league, you can find other options or if you need to have Match a streamer. Independent,
0: but, stuff like yeah. that. Okay. I, okay. I think he'll be fine, but yeah, that's that's how I feel about him. Would you be comfortable, LQ, in a Super Flex League? Let's say your quarterback two is Darnold and Tua. Who are you picking? Uh, uh Darnold definitely. <laughs> okay. I,
2: I am not touching Tua, man. I I already expressed to Troy about my problem with Tua, so I definitely think you know it's more of a show me. Don't talk about it. Show me. I, I'm on a wait and see list for Tua because I'm not buying this year based off of what I saw last year and that's that goes for any player but for me for quarterback I definitely want a QB2 in a super flex lead that I feel really good about when I can get you know some of these guys that are later like honestly Sam Darnold is like in that category that you know it's like a QB3 so if I'm going to go QB2 I want a Derek Carr I want a Kirk Cousins these guys play around QB, 10, QB fourteen. you know, back to back years. And they got weapons. I mean, I always say, how are we going to praise Justin Jefferson? How are we going to praise Waddle? And not really, you know, in the same sentence, give props to Carr, give props to Kurt. We always shit on these guys and they fall late in drafts. And I'm actually happy this still goes on because again, we can't praise the guy catching the ball. Let's praise the guy that's throwing the ball as well. They're going to be decent. So I really feel like you know, Tua for me, he he's definitely going to have to show show up and show out this year for me to want to buy anything from him. I definitely think they're going to win games. You know, that defense is still stacked. I mean, they got most of their money on the defense. I think, like, their top three players are defensive players. Am I am I right, Troy? Like, what am I saying right uh,
1: now? But I, I want to say something real quick, right? <laughs> you talking you said a whole bunch about, oh, you know, don't don't talk about it, show me. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to take Sandarno over to it. We've seen Sandarno. we seen, we seen uh, all those. The those. No, up. no, no, no. <laughs> gave me these I don't know. I, I know. And you're, <laughs> so so you're telling me, Mr. Sam Darnold, who throws 20 yes. million interceptions yeah. every single year. Yeah, and again, he's been in the league long enough Tua was a rookie last year. We know what Sam Darnold is. Granted, Sam Darnold is in a dream spot. Like, talk about the best situation. CMC, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. He got so lucky he's not a backup right now. So I I just want to talk about
2: that. Can I hit you with something
1: real quick? All right, go ahead. The Adam Gates
2: curse is real. We seen Ryan Tannehill ball out as soon as he left. You don't and think I know that? Yes, I'm an Drake. Owner. another guy. <laughs> oh, so therefore, therefore, I remember. So oh, therefore, man. I'm I'm expecting, projecting this is what's about to happen to Sam Darnold.
1: With he has no Brady. choice. If he if he's not better, then he's trash. He's with Joe Brady, hey. he has all these weapons. Like, how can if he cannot be better then? I'm sorry, bro. You're a backup. If you're getting handed to such a good opportunity, like I'm telling yeah. you, like. Like, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. He clear. Just...
2: I'm not on the Sam Darnold wave. I'm not a guy that's like, yo, go buy Sam Darnold. I'm, I'm good. I got my guys. <laughs> okay. All
0: to right. me, <laughs> one thing that scares me is that dual threat coordinator position. You have a Dolphins defense that was ranked six overall. So this is a, a couldn't be a ground <laughs> and down team if they want. Yeah. And I, like we said, to a check down passes. I think. We'll get to Gusecki here in a minute, but I think that's the guy to keep your eye on. Um, before we wrap it up, Stafford, man, this is the cream de la crème. This is the best position oh, yeah. possible. And this is probably just a hell of an experience to be a Rams fan right now because even with this run game, you guys are loaded, man. So yeah. Stafford, to me, granted, they have a great defense, but this guy, to me, has MVP caliber skills that I could see him just – literally being a top five quarterback LQ fill us in on Stafford.
2: So what's coming out of like camp, you know, the little mini camp they had was, you know, how he's adapting to the playbook so quickly and all the receivers are just, you know, gravitating towards him. You got Cooper cup, you know, building the chemistry with him, him on the sideline with a, with a clipboard taking notes on Stafford and they just, joining each other, you know, after a practice, just getting that chemistry and building that relationship. And I definitely think, you know, Stafford, he has the ability to be a top 10, you know, quarterback. But right now we need to figure out with the hit to acres, are they going to be throwing the ball like a ton? they're going to be throwing the ball like 40 times a game. So that's where we need to like really, you know, tap into, because if they do, man, I don't know if we're going to be talking top five, you know, with uh, right. um, I definitely think he could throw for 5k easily. You know, if this offense is hitting on all cylinders, Cooper Cup stays healthy. Robert Woods is good. I really feel like you know now with Akers out, maybe Higby. This is the first time I'm ever going to say this out loud. Maybe Higby can produce a fantasy relevant season. I mean, I've
1: been saying that, but okay, This is, live, this
2: is brand new live aware <laughs> that I'm saying this. Mm-hmm. Somebody gonna cut this shit and then try to play it tomorrow <laughs> for me. But it is what it is. Maybe, maybe if they're throwing the ball 35 to 40 times a game, Higby has enough to step in to fill that role. So, let's just iron that out. It is what it is, and Stafford to the moon.
0: QB1, I, Troy? I feel like it's hard
1: to go against QB1. I feel like he's going to – I don't think he's top five. You know, I think – I mean, like, if you go for 5K, 33, 30, yeah, i think, I'm down. I see him as like you Gotta you
0: got to get LQ 11. hype after the acres. I don't
1: know. Yeah, so, listen, I, know. I think QB10, QB11, right? Let's talk about the Hickey yeah. thing, right? I've been talking – I've been hyping up Higby this offseason. I want to say hy- hyping up is a strong word. I'm just saying, like, don't completely fade him, right? Because, like, look, last year he was a con- huge disappointment. But, again, this year I've been yeah. saying, like, look, we've seen Stafford, like, targeting his tight ends. Granted, I know it's a different system. But let's let's look at it, right? Gerald Everett, not there anymore. There's really no one behind Higby. So, to me, he's in the best situation possible with a upgrading quarterback, to and again, to be a tight end one, you don't need a lot to be a tight end one in fantasy. So Higby has the opportunity. Again, I feel like his ADP is fair, right? He's not like last year; it was yeah. way too high. Last year I, was I, out of control. That's
0: I, why I, 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 buy I, buy it. I had it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like last year, his ADP. And he was still out of
0: finished tight end twelve. I mean, that's not terrible when you're streaming wow. tight ends. Obviously, per game basis is one thing. Yeah, five a touchdowns
2: you, you you're dealing with the headache of he putting up three points one week. Right. Actually, I'm sorry, three Extreme, four, yeah. three weeks in a row. Then you bench him, and then he blows up for like 15
1: points, but, and then you're like, but but this is you know is a great transition. So let's let's keep talking about him, right? But that's thing. Yes. the tight end position in general, it's a fluke. Last year, nobody expected Robert Tanya and Logan Thomas to be tight end no. ones, but here no. we are. You know, so do you, you're telling me that. Higby can't be a tight end one this year? Yeah, because it's not hard to be a tight end one because it's unpredictable. And with, with Stafford, if he's going to be a tight end one, this is the best possible situation for him. Now that one. Akers is
2: out, there's a very limited running game, mm-hmm. so now it makes sense. Now, exactly. it. Now, hold on. <laughs> now this angle, this take makes sense of why Higby can be relevant. He was never going to be relevant with Akers there if they're going to be running the ball 20 to 24 times a game.
1: That well, doesn't I'm, make sense. I'm tweeting about Tig B after this show. No, I'm not, I'm, I'm, no, I'm Don't not, not talking you. about you. I'm talking about you. Okay, you do that. You do I'm that. Let's to talk, talk Seki,
0: man. I'm this good. is a guy who's tight in, what, seven last year? 700 yards, six touchdowns. I like This him, guy man. was him. the B's knees coming out of Penn State. This is a freak athlete, and two might not be that deep threat passer we think he is. Is this Gusecki season for the Dolphins? All
1: right, so let me talk about Gaseki real quick. I am a Gaseki fan, but I would be remiss not to talk about one of the reasons why he was so good. La- the year before, so two years ago, when Preston Williams got hurt, that's when we really saw Gaseki do his thing, and he was operating a lot out of the slot. So there was one that's when we really saw you know tight end one season from Giseki last year, Preston Williams got hurt and the entire Miami Dolphins wide receiver core also <laughs> got hurt. So you know to had to throw to somebody so Giseki was you know that option as well as one thing that was really annoying was that for some reason the tight the Dolphins also used like a lot of backup tight ends for a bunch of situations like Adam Shaheen, actually Shaheen, like, sniped, vultured a lot of Gusecki touchdowns, right, on the goal line. they like to go to him. Or, like, Smythe is another one of our tight ends. So, I don't know if it's going to continue. And they also drafted Hunter Long, right? Yes. So, they drafted Hunter Long. So, it's I, I'm, I'm pumping the brakes on him for this year. You know, we, have, we know how rookie tight ends are. Now, yeah. 2023. So, 2022. So like, like, not everyone's going to be Kyle Pitts, right? But – Right. You know, Genseki's contract is up, you know, next year. So they can they tag him, let him go, or they can re sign him. So we'll see. I, I don't see him. Maybe they'll tag him, but I don't see them re signing him to another contract. I wouldn't be surprised if they let him go because they drafted Hunter Long. But, and also, you know, they brought in obviously Waddle and Fuller. So we have right. more talented receivers around to could take you know, snaps away from Giseki. Now, I believe he's going to be a red zone target. I believe that, you know, I just don't see the target volume for it. I, I feel like it's going to be impossible to rely on volume for Giseki just because look at all the options now that he has. And again, he's also going to be throwing to Miles gassing at the backfield. So I could even finish as a tight end one. Yeah, a back end just because, again, we just talked about it. But I like him.
0: I'm just worried about his volume. All right, so you're, it's one of those guys you could see him finishing tight end eight or tight end twenty. You just you don't get all hot and bothered seeing Gusecki. There.
1: And I hate it because I I would I wish I could, but like I have to look at the situation. And like it's the upgrade in wide receiver that makes me a little bit nervous about Gusecki.
0: LQ, any uh, Gusecki type? Oh, I love Gusecki,
2: man. I, I definitely I like that he's able to make plays. I like that he's not a guy that runs into coverage and stuff like that. That's like the best you know, quality things you want out of a tight end and, and the dolphins got it and them drafting Hunter long. That's more of like, you know, just in case that's like a future thing. I mean, like Troy said, maybe they tag him. Maybe they don't tag him. I mean, maybe they let Gusecki go. Hunter long is definitely capable to take over that role. He's definitely another talented, you know, tight end. I think he was like the ranked fourth tight end out of all the other guys in front of him. So I think, you know, they're, they're playing it for the future. Like Troy said, you got Will Fuller there. You got Waddle there. There's an like, there's more experience, more, you know, um, talented wide receiver pass catchers ahead of him. So, I don't see him on a week-to-week basis being fancy relevant, but that red zone, it, it could make him relevant some weeks.
0: Absolutely. Let's tape it off, man, with the receivers. We talked a little bit about Waddle. We've talked Parker. We know what we have in Fuller. When he's healthy, you put him in your lineup. But you have to worry about his health and his suspension, everything like that. Waddle, do you see this guy being an alpha in the league, Troy? Or is this just more of a gadget, a speed guy? Because you hear the terrible, you know, everybody's dogging him already. We haven't even seen this guy play in, what, half a year?
1: Yeah, so what are your thoughts up, on your Waddle job. here? Waddle, well, I, I believe, had the ability to be an alpha. I just think that – I don't think we're going to see it this year. I believe that next year, you know, Fuller's on a one-year deal. I don't know what we're doing with Parker. So maybe next year he has more of a path to being – the wide receiver one. I believe the wide receiver one on this year is going to be either Fuller or it could be Parker. So I believe either one of them is going to be, I think we're they drafted him six overall for a reason, right? They want to get him involved in creative ways. And I, I he's talented, right? And people just think he's a speed guy, but no, he's a mo- he's so much more than that. You could be used on all sorts of places down the field. And again, it just, you know, DBs are going to have fits trying to cover him. So... I believe that he's going to be a wide receiver. He'll be the wide receiver one for the Dolphins, and I believe he's going to be a superstar. I just think that this year I'm not going to get too, too
0: crazy on him. This is a slow cook, a slow burn. You're going to yeah. let it simmer for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Come year two, it might be guns blazing. Right, right. Van Jefferson, man, we know we know Woods and Cup are going to get fed. We know we got d Jacks there, and when he's on the field, he can play. Two two, <laughs> yeah, two two. I did not put those guys in this, but the upside with Van Jefferson, I've heard you talk is the talk and walk the walk with him, and I yeah. love that his dad was a wide receivers coach. You can't, yep. I mean, that's a NFL ready receiver, if to me. So fill me in on this receiver core, LQ. Is this oh. going to be Woods just loading it up consistency like he does every year, getting some rushes? Oh, yeah. Or is, is Cup going to be the alpha here? And then what kind of role should we expect from Van? Is this this Van's year to come out? Or are we still kind of too many names in the office?
2: I think this will be Van's you no know, year. Prove it. You know what I mean? I really think Sean McVay has special plans for him. To be exact, you know, he, he expressed his excitement of drafting him, you know, compared to Cooper Cup. And he compared them, too, as polish-ready NFL route runners. They're not the quickest guys but they're very like technical with their routes that he's going to get open. And we saw the little glimpses of that golf missing him on deep passes, et cetera, et cetera. It's just things that, you know, can be cleaned up from Van Jefferson as well. So I definitely think this full off season, a great playbook, you know, that Sean McVay is about to open up with Stafford. He, he plays a role in this offense as one of the key players. I'm not going to say he's going to have over hundred targets and et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to get too crazy about it, but he will be making an impact this season. Cup, he's definitely gonna be a guy that I can see honestly, I see him as a top seven, you know, wide receiver based on the touchdowns that he's gonna be putting up this year. He's definitely probably gonna be Stafford's number one red zone uh red zone option. Woods is still gonna be consistent. He's gonna be the all-around guy. Rushing attempts are gonna be there as well. He's definitely gonna be a guy. Deep passes, like we see how electric he is. He's just one of those all around wide receivers you want on your side.
0: Ooh, love it. Anything to add here, Troy, on uh, Rams receivers, or is he pretty much covered? It? He's pretty much covered it. I I feel like uh, I
1: feel like Cup originally his ADP was like you know, and right now it's fairly fair, right? So I feel like people were hyping up Woods a lot, which was well deserved. And I wouldn't say fading Cup, but not appreciating Cup as much. But now yeah. I think things are getting overcorrected. Right? I think everyone's like, oh wait look at Cooper Cup's ADP, and everyone yeah. started pushing, and then now Cooper Cup's ADP is going to keep on creeping up until, yeah. you know, beginning of the season, and then they're both going to be going like back-to-back or around like yeah. the same place. Like last year. Yeah,
2: their ADPs are always closed. I remember that one year with Brandon Cooks, it was literally Cup, Woods, and Cooks. I mean, <laughs> Two uh, yeah. years ago. I think. Oh, oh, man. That ADP was like literally just back-to-back-to-back, so it didn't matter who you got, because they were yep. going to perform.
0: Exactly. okay I want to you've just mentioned on a guy I love what's the deal with Brandon Cooks man why is this guy just go everywhere and just dominate the stat boards and yet he gets no love in the NFL what what's going on there you're our inside source talk <laughs> to me about Cooks
2: I don't know man I'm, I really feel like you know to be honest the Rams kind of did him dirty but I feel like you know the injury he took kind of took him out of it it kind of basically took him out of the playbook really being that you know he's a smaller guy he's a speedster he kind of took a step back after that injury he suffered so i really feel like you know Sean McVay had plans for him but then he kind of figured out you know let's move on from wanting that guy you know to be the you know the the speedster stretch the field etc etc because he was a good all-around you know uh wide receiver but that that super bowl performance you know that definitely was something like that was kind of like man What a
0: crazy team the Rams were, what, two years ago? How much everything's changed from being in the Super Bowl, Golf's MVP style year, girly, (laughs) girly, and just that's how quick the game evolves. It's crazy. Dude, football talk's over. Let's have a little bit of fun before we get out of here. We got a long season ahead. Space Jam, man. Finals are going on. Everybody get up. It's time to jam now. Dude, we all grew up on Space Jam. Oh, of course. Yeah. Have you guys seen the new one with LeBron? I heard it's on HBO. Not I yet. It. I need I to. Was it I good?
2: It, it was good. Like, the thing is, my kids loved it. So, Perfect. therefore, them loving it, it was just like, all right, this is a kid's movie. Yeah. This is what it's for. So, like, you got people out there hating on LeBron on and off the court as if they get paid for it. So right. I just want to <laughs> yeah. say Space Jam 2 was a good movie. For the kids, like, it was supposed to be cheesy. It was supposed to be, you know, right, little wonky. LeBron's acting isn't supposed to be Denzel Washington. Like I see yeah. people. Michael Jordan's
1: not acting. a good actor either.
2: Yeah, so like, <laughs> I, I have people talking about LeBron's acting, but then you watch Space Jam One, Michael Jordan's wasn't that much better either. I think Paul Michael Barkley, yeah. like none of the other guys, like it was They're just not like, good
1: actors. <laughs>
2: it was awkward. So but like, that's not
0: what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be bringing the, that crossover. Yes. Everybody's seen, like, the, what, the Bow Wow movie where he's like Mike like, or whatever. Like, like That's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's dude, classic. Uh, what LeBron's done, like, we're going to miss it. In two years, he's yeah. not going to be around. And I remember... Sitting in college, remember him making shooting, scoring every point in the fourth quarter for I believe Cleveland at the time against Detroit with that tough defense, Ben Wallace, guys like that. Yeah. Dude, Troy, Space Jam, are you a Michael Jordan guy or are you a LeBron James guy? Uh, you haven't <sighs> really? seen the movie, but let's talk. How old are you, Troy? I'm 31. 31. You're the baby. What about you, LQ? He's, he's a baby. LQ. Jeez, I'm, I'm 34 years young. You guys are babies. Okay. Well, dude, so y'all didn't get to witness the greatness of Michael Jordan. I didn't appreciate it in the 90s. I was a baby. Oh, yeah, I definitely 90s. didn't
2: appreciate it. I was worried right. about other things, but I definitely like, would say, you know. Learning I Learning how to talk. Yeah, <laughs> like, my mom was like a huge Jordan fan. I had every right. pair of Jordan up to Jordan 2000, which were the blue ones, I think. I had all the Jordans up to that point, and then, Ooh. you know, he retired. So and he went right. to the
0: Wizards, and then that yeah. was kind of crazy. And then Came back, that
2: was like very disappointing. By the way,
0: yeah, <laughs> So, cute. While we're on the basketball topic, have you? I remember you lived in New York. Did you go to the Garden? No, 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 no. I, I didn't
2: lived live in. in you didn't, didn't live in New York, Jersey City for a short period of time.
0: Ah, okay. Yeah, I'm a I'm a big Knicks fan, so it's I'm one a Boston of those. Fan,
2: so I, I've been through it, man. No, I've been there no. with the only one. Like we're talking sports
0: movies. The other <laughs> show with a buddy. Have you guys seen Rudy? Yeah, of course.
1: I, I have been.
0: God bless America. We need to have a movie night. All right, guys. We've had some fun. Let's talk one more. You guys know I do. Of course, cheap plug for the uh, the Wrestling Matt podcast. Drops every week. Your old school wrestling. Rewind Yeah, Just something for you. Everybody watched wrestling at one point. Everybody remembers yeah. the Montreal Screwjob. Oh, hell yeah. Degeneration X, the Heart Foundation. Yeah. Yeah. Troy, you have any wrestling experience? Wrestling experience, no. I will say that, you know,
1: Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, okay. Sting, okay. those All are right. my guys. Those are All my right. guys.
0: So, LQ, are you like a hitman heart, Team Canada? Or are you the degenerate that is the heartbreak kid? The I am the man? heartbreak
2: kid 100%. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's hard not to be. <laughs> it's hard
2: not to man Shawn Michaels is one of the top performers man and he definitely could sell he, he's one of the best sell- sellers in the business I mean come on man he has the 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 sweet chin music I mean like he, he gets all the girls and the, the music
1: <laughs> you just, just
2: want to be that guy like growing up you were just like yo this guy is cool as hell so like you know unfortunately when I started watching that's when he got injured so I was like damn I only got to like like yeah. him for like two months
0: that so was, you know uh, shout out to for injuring him <laughs> What about the rock Troy? How about this guy wrestling to literally could run for president and win if he wanted to,
1: Yo, it's crazy how he's like, look, shout out to university of Miami. You know, like it's one of my teams, you know, he's a tight end for university of Miami since we, you know, we taught him football. So it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He went from that. I love following the rock, man. He was talking about how broke he was to, you know, he's doing everything. He's the most high, you know, he's the highest paid actor. And, and this is like, look, he's like free like action. Yeah. He's like a superhero in real life. Right. Yeah. He's going to be coming out with that Black Adam movie very soon. I can't wait to check that out. Sick. It's going to be dope. And it's like, man, like you talk about someone you want to be like, man, like I wish I could be like the rock and his cheat meals of, crazy so sleeping like three hours a (laughs) night
0: hitting the iron jungle just a stud Uh, but
1: that's amazing
0: real quick before we get out of here i want to give you all shout outs because you guys are studs it wouldn't be this show without fire content thirsty thursdays so troy let's start off with you man your journey from weight (laughs) loss to looking swole as a truck you were the man Football guys, confidential, dude. Thirsty Thursdays. You say I'm entertainment. You are personify what we need in the fantasy football industry. From your journey with weight loss to you showing your ass on TikTok and having fun, <laughs> that's what it's about. <laughs> and In this stressful it, environment, that's what we need, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh um, Yeah. Oh, no,
1: absolutely man and I you know i appreciate the love bro you know sometimes fancy twitter can be toxic and too damn serious and drama about the dumbest things like people right. be fighting about fancy football bro and that's why i'm here like i just want to dance and have a good time and just absolutely. have fun bro and again like some people that like, most people like it, you know some people don't like it i don't really care i'm just gonna be yeah, me and yeah. doing my thing
0: out, that's what gets you over troy is the thirsty yeah. Thursday the dedication you have for weight loss? And on top of that, just like LQ, you bring fire content. So anybody I mean, listening to that. this, Damn. and everybody in the community knows it. Mad props to you, my man. Thank you, my man. I appreciate LQ. You. No, leaving you out, dude. <laughs> Look at this journey, my man.
2: That's, uh, oh that's
0: episode one, bro. Look at you, though, man. That, that's, that's episode yeah. one. Holy shit. 2018, 2021. <laughs> that's wild, bro. Your ass yeah. grinded your way to the top. That's when the I Wolf built confidence, pack. brother, put it on video on YouTube. Holy shit. <laughs> but you did that's it. You made game. that step. People talk about it. Shoot or shoot. And you shot that your did. shot. And you deserve everything that comes your way. So real Dang. deal fantasy. The Wolf Pack. Fire content. There's a place for that. People don't put out original stuff, and you do. That's huge. Yeah. And everybody's got to start somewhere, guys. And that shows everybody that's watching this, that watches your stuff, you got to start somewhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Full send.
2: Absolutely, man. Hell yeah, man. Thank you for the kind words, man. That, that. Man, looking at that picture got me freaking out right now, bro. Like I, I did it in lobby to Robbie too. He was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, like, I we all start with video, but, like, he nah, keeps, me humble. keeps yeah. me humble, man.
0: And I tried to, I was trying to find some of Troy's uh, content on Instagram and I couldn't. Nah. So I tried to go back to Twitter and it wouldn't let me go far enough. So yeah, I like, bro. But
1: I, I've been trying, I've been thinking about scrubbing my Instagram and making it more fantasy football. Cause it's been yeah. just about like fam and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, sure. dude, but uh, <laughs> dude, Like I said, mad props to both you guys from Thursday mm-hmm. Thursdays. To that fire content, baby. <laughs> guys, you guys are the reason for the season. 50 days. Get your sleep, get your rest, because we're about to grind, baby. Oh, yeah, it's grind time, baby. <laughs> Put pressure on everybody. Let's do it. For everybody watching and everybody listening, I am the Maddie Daddy. This is Troy King, real deal fantasy, all gas, no breaks. Another one bites the dust. And as always, it has been a pleasure. My treasure.